0: What is up, guys, and welcome back to Feel the Smile, the podcast, and I am so excited about this week's episode because we have the one and only my grandmother,
1: KK. KK, can say hey. Hey, it's KK here. She is
0: the best. <laughs> if you know me, then you know KK, and if you know KK, then she is KK to everyone. She is everyone's grandmother, loves people so well, but I'm so excited um, to have her on this week's episode. She has been one of the most con- constant and encouraging people in my life. Y'all have heard my story. Y'all know the ups and downs and many of those she has been a part of, if not more. She has had a lot of ups and downs in her life Um in general and has just continued to battle through those so well and that's something that i always am just so inspired by one thing that we talk about is how we truly believe that god created us to do hard things and i know a lot of how i navigate my hardship comes from being first inspired by her so i'm so excited to chat with her a little bit about how she came to know the lord how she navigates her hardships and i hope that it inspires y'all as well But just to start off, um, KK, how did you come to know the Lord, and what was it like just growing up, believing in Him, and navigating that
1: as you got older? I accepted Christ in Bible school in the third grade, and that was a happy summer. We were just overjoyed. I was always involved in the church, but my relationship with the Lord has been ongoing and growing, more so in my adult life. Yeah.
0: um how was that like growing up in bible school because I accepted Jesus when I was in third grade too I guess Mm -hmm. I was nine um I actually sat in KK's driveway and I was like I think that I want to accept Jesus into my heart and she (laughs) held my my hand hand. yes she held my hand and prayed for me but what was that like like were all
1: your friends accepting Jesus too or yeah well, there's just I think there must have been eight or ten of us baptized at mm-hmm. one time after that Bible school session, and we're all baptized in a baptism pool. We what? didn't know what baptism uh what a baptistry was. We went to a pond yeah. in somebody's pasture and waded in that old muddy water. so iconic. we love yeah. it. Um, um
0: I wonder what it'd be like if if at church now they were like you're getting baptized in a pond full of muddy water, what that would yeah. be like for people. Now uh, we have the waters heated. It's yeah. like luxurious when you get baptized now. So funny.
1: Um, I love that so much. And ha- tell them how many brothers and sisters you have. I am the youngest of seven. I had uh, four brothers and two sisters. And uh, of course they thought I was spoiled because I was the baby, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, it's very interesting growing up in my household. Mm-hmm. Except um, for the most part, the older ones were married and gone by the time my brother, just two years older than me, by the time we were, uh, oh no, eight or ten, mm-hmm. they were married and gone. But um, uh, they all came. They'd all come home on the weekends. Mm-hmm. We couldn't wait for the weekends and all. And then they started having babies, and I thought they had babies just for me to play with. <laughs> so it was a fun time. That is the best. And did
0: they play any part of, like, your faith journey growing up? Did they know the Lord, or what was that
1: like? They did know the Lord. All, all of them did. I don't know that, well, I can remember that my, bro, my my oldest brother, after he married, him and his wife would come and spend the night, you know, at Mother and Daddy's. Mm-hmm. And uh, you could hear them reading and praying their, reading their Bible and praying every night before they went to sleep. Oh, that's so, so sweet. And and the others were all Christians and uh, involved in church. Yeah, that's
0: really sweet. I love that. Siblings are just the best. Yes. And biologically, I'm an only child, but little
1: did I know that I would be the oldest of eight. So I've yeah. got KKB right now. <laughs> and then the uh, two nieces that, Two cousins that she just adores, so yes. she's blessed with family.
0: Yes, I am. They're the best, but um, I know, so you accepted Jesus at a young age, but I feel like, similar to me as well, that was just like the brink of the hardship right. that you were about to kind of endure. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about the hardships that you experienced. The
1: hardest, I guess, was the divorce, mm-hmm. you know, that was real hard, mm-hmm. uh, but We just kept pushing through and Mm -hmm. depending on the Lord. Yeah. So in those
0: hardships, how do you feel like you were able to find joy um, and just enjoy like the joy that comes with living life despite the hard things that you
1: were experiencing? Well, I have been blessed that the Lord has given me a happy, joyful heart. Yeah. And that's a gift. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't just make yourself have joy. Mm -hmm when hardships came along i of course i went to the lord immediately mm-hmm. and um he's always been my rock yes
0: <laughs> mine too and i i always say i feel like kk really we haven't inherited that spirit from her um just with things that we'll get into in a little bit KK just is in remission from having cancer. She was diagnosed last fall. And I mean, even all of her doctors were like, you have taken this so well and have such a joyful spirit. And I feel like people will often speak that over my life as well. And I think that that's Mm -hmm. something that I think we've all inherited from you and that you've Mm -hmm. kind of shared with us is there's always something to laugh about, always something to be grateful for and different things like that. We love laughter. We love laughter. (laughs) Yes, we do. (laughs) So I mentioned in the episode about sharing my story that I lost my mom when I was 16 and my mom's mom is KK. So during the time that I lost my mom, KK lost her daughter. Oh, um, yeah, and have just experienced a lot of love and loss in that. But how would you answer the question? Like, how do you t- continue to love in loss? And then also, how can we help our friends that have lost people or are losing people right now?
1: Love does not diminish. We need to be available to listen to people. Sometimes we don't know what to say, but we just need to listen and pray. Pray for them. Yeah. I had a friend just lose someone
0: close to her, and I remember I was with her, and I was like, I'm really sorry because I don't know. I was kind of laughing at myself. I was like, I don't know how to console. It's kind of like when someone when you're with someone and they like trip and fall and you're like, I don't really know (laughs) what to do, but, um, yeah. So you're like, I'm here if you need me. And I remember I told my friend, I was like, I love you so much. And I'm so sorry for your loss. And I don't know how to respond, but whatever would be helpful for you. Like I'm here to do that and navigate that. And I love what you wrote down, how it says, loss doesn't diminish love
1: yeah
0: um and just because we lose them it doesn't change how much we love them and that's right and how love is just the most constant and present thing even that we can share with people as they are losing people as well and I think for us whenever we lost mom one thing that we actually just talked about a few minutes ago was how meaningful it was when people were present when people just definitely people showed up to her memorial service that we just didn't even didn't expect. expect
1: yeah and, and how you never forget them
0: never ever forget them right. yeah the people that mm-hmm. you know cross this sounds bad but they like crossed your mind once or twice before they found out that we lost mom and showed up to the funeral and right. it's like they've been so present every hard season after that which is just such a blessing and I yeah. think inspires me to to show up and be present whenever Other people lost people as well, Mm -hmm. because grief is something that you can't rush. Grief isn't anything that a word can heal or that an action can help speed the process of, but it really just happens naturally and slowly. And I think it means so much to have people present during Mm
1: -hmm. that time. Definitely.
0: Okay, transitioning gears a little bit, getting into a little advice that you would give to maybe me at 22 or what kind of advice would you give to someone that is in their 20s, 30s, navigating their life with the Lord, but also how we talk about on Feel the Smile, some biblical encouragement for the practical struggles that we walk through. What would you kind of say to your younger self if you had the chance?
1: To my younger self, I say I should have Studied the scriptures more mm-hmm. and got more in depth in the Bible. Memorized Bible verses. Mm-hmm. And there's one verse in the Bible that says, uh, hide the words in your mouth when, when you're young. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm living proof because when you get older, you can't memorize stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the but the few one that I did memorize in Sunday school and Bible school, and those have stayed with me. But when I try to memorize one now, it just goes away. Yeah, I feel like that's something that I remember you telling me that. Like, yeah, remember, like,
0: really study God's word and remember those verses. And I feel like recently God's just really given me like a hunger and thirst for the Lord. And I've been, I I feel like feeling, don't you? I know it's the best. I feel like I've been reading more than necessarily like used to. I would find a couple verses and like journal what they meant to me. But now I feel like I've just kind of been reading a lot more of the word versus just like journaling a ton but I always remember you telling me that because yeah I think I've even noticed whether I can remember the reference or not if it's a good one-liner like bible verse phrase I can remember it in the moment just like back on the topic of my friend losing someone close to her just remembering the verse in God's word that says like God's near to the brokenhearted Mm -hmm. and just encouraging her with that and my mom even spoke that verse too as we were kind of talking about that and yeah. and different things and I feel like another like practical verse my mom always brings up whenever I'm talking to her about you know I'm like having a bad body image day or I'm like my self-confidence is level zero my mom's always like you're fearfully and wonderfully made like God had yeah. a purpose in creating you and just even that it doesn't even have to be remembering John three sixteen for God so right. loved the world you know like right. exactly like it but whatever it's just the phrase that God's word inspired to just Keep hidden on your heart in a time of need. That's Another thing
1: gonna, I should have done younger was witness more.
0: Mm. I think sometimes I can honestly hold back from witnessing out of like fear of man. Like, I'm, um, yeah, I assume what are they going to think of me, or what if the encourage... reject you, or yes, or what yeah. if the encouragement I want to have to give them is wrong. Like, sometimes I feel like. I get in this like psychic mode where I think I know (laughs) what they're going through. And then I'm like, well, what if I get up to them? And that's just completely wrong.
1: It's not even what they're (laughs) (laughs) like, it's not
0: even what they're dealing with. But
1: who is that crazy girl?
0: Yes. But on a trip that I went on recently with my job, we were traveling out west. And one of the sweet guys that we were with, we did this like guided tour in the Tetons and we go through an organization where we like ride in their vans and they have a guide and tell us all about all the animals and the bears and the pronghorn and the bison and all of that but anyways our tour guide um actually wasn't a believer and one of the guys asked him if he knew the lord and he was like no I'm not a believer like I'm not really sure how I feel about a higher power and that kind of thing and then at the end of our tour one of the boys that was on the trip with us witnessed to him and was like, I would love to tell you about Jesus. And the guy was receptive as it's in a sense, as he didn't shut him down, but he was like, I just don't believe in God and I don't think that I will. And I remember at the end of that, the boy that um, shared Christ with our guide was a little defeated because he wanted him to know Jesus so bad. But then, another leader on the trip was able to encourage him that the seed was planted that's what I was thinking my right there. whether the gospel was received or not you know the word was spoken and you never know how it softened the soil of their heart in that moment and how that seed might grow in mm-hmm. the years to come but that's really good advice that I need to because I feel like I can be confident in just sharing words and um like writing stuff on Instagram mm-hmm. and that kind of thing but walking up to someone in the grocery store and being like, can I pray for you? Or can I share a verse with you? You know, something I can definitely be more timid
1: to do Mm -hmm. and wish that I had more boldness to do. Uh, At my church, they pass out little cards. Mm -hmm. um, And like the preacher suggests, like when you go out to lunch today Mm -hmm. after church, leave this for your waitress or waiter, you know, and just little things like that, that you can do without saying anything but um, that might might make an impact on them. Yeah, and that's such a good reminder because I think
0: so many times whenever I go into the grocery store, I'm like, I'm just trying to walk in here and not talk to anyone and get my Greek yogurt and strawberries and walk out. (laughs) But it is like, how many opportunities of leading someone to Christ am I missing because I'm just concerned with myself and just want to walk in the grocery store and not be bothered
1: when really like, they need jesus and i could play a part in that another thing i think that shows you're a christian is common courtesy yeah you know when you're out uh if you've got a buggy full and somebody behind you's got a few items let them go ahead of you or let somebody out in traffic and just you know and be nice about it yes that is that's good kk because i sure never let people yeah. out and <laughs> don't don't do any hand gestures or <laughs> or blowing up the horn anytime i'm with kk
0: and i beat my horn she's always like are, are, are you serious what was that for and i'm like
1: i just had to let him know and go get him, so she's gonna get us uh, somebody with road rage one day and so you might see us in the morning
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh that is so funny Okay. What encouragement would you tell the girl who has had a lot of hard days in a row? Maybe they're walking through a hard season right now. You know, there's a saying like, if you're not in a hard season or walking out of a hard season, then you're about to walk into one. What would you kind of say to inspire
1: a heart who's just worn out of the hard days? The hard days are temporary. The good days are temporary, Mm -hmm. but the hard days are temporary. And, um, See what the Lord wants you to learn during this hard time. Mm-hmm. I think we've experienced that in yeah. our personal life with For me sure. with the cancer. Mm-hmm. That's what I'd say is see what the Lord wants, yeah. wants me to learn from this and, and try to remember that it is temporary because yeah. nothing's permanent yeah. except our salvation. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. That's so
0: true. And I will never forget whenever mom was sick and we were in the hospital and one thing that KK said that I mean I think I share it every time I share my story is she said I don't think God would ever bring us through something this hard without something good on the other side yeah. of it and even yeah. in that <laughs> <ta-da>! <laughs> and even in that we were able to experience His goodness and I think in the middle of the hardship God taught us so much about His purpose and our pain and that we don't walk through painful experiences because he's intentionally trying to hurt us, but there's always something to learn in them and to grow from them. And I think that you've learned so much that you've been able to teach us and that we've just experienced and learned from you. And just even like KK said, walking through this past season with cancer is just, I have learned so much from KK just not getting overwhelmed by bad news, but taking it full of grace and one step at a time and giving herself grace when on days where she needs to rest, letting herself rest and on days where she just needs to sit on the couch and spend time in God's presence and be okay with doing that, you know, letting her and her body and her mind just refuel on those days too is something that I've been inspired by over those days is you just, You see life's hardships, not for the bad, but for the good that can come from them. (laughs) You're the best. Um, Okay. This is kind of the last question that I had written down and wanted to ask KK. But a question that I want to add in to the Feel the Smile podcast, as we continue to have guests on, is ending on a fun note, ending on the high note. And the question is, what is currently making you feel the smile? What is currently bringing you joy in the mundane? What is currently getting you excited for the Monday feels? Um, Tell us something fun that's happening. This can be a burst. This can be a product. This can be a moment. Just what is something that just has given light to your life this week?
1: Well, currently I'm feeling the smile because I was diagnosed in remission, yes, of, from lymphoma,
0: yes. Which can we tell tell a funny story about that? Yeah. So I went with KK to that appointment. My <laughs> uncle had been going with KK to those appointments, but for whatever reason, I went to that one, and I had heard the term remission before, but I just don't really think I knew what it meant. And I like we wheeled KK into the doctor's office. I sat in the doctor's office room, and they took her to do what? Get a scan uh-huh. or? Something? lab work lab work yeah and as kk was as the nurse was wheeling kk back in the room kk comes in with her hands in the air and she said remission remission and i just stood there with a blank (laughs) face like it just went right over my head and i was like i think i said something like oh like i just i think i thought i didn't know what kk was talking about Uh
1: and then she, she she wasn't excited for me. Yeah, it <laughs> sounds terrible. And then a few minutes
0: later, we were talking and she was like, yeah, the doctor came by and he told me that my cancer is intermission. And I was like, wait, <laughs> like it's not there. And she was like, yes, like our, the treatment worked. And I was like, oh my goodness. And then we had our moment and we were like yaying and crying and screaming. But KK had told me that like seven minutes before that. And I just looked there like I wasn't even uh-huh. excited. Oh, well. I know. And I felt so bad because everyone wants to rejoice and have a good time when they find that out yeah. but we had our moment we certainly did a few minutes later and it was the best but okay yeah so your cancer is intermission that is definitely news that's making you feel the smile what well else?
1: another thing that makes me feel the smile is all the support i had oh during all remember, those yes. months all cards um phone calls food um all my family taking me to doctors and appointments and my friends taking me and It was just, uh, it's just a great blessing mm-hmm. that's come through all this. Yeah.
0: That yes. was not planned.
1: That is so true. KK was,
0: I mean, Facebook famous. Every time we'd post an update of her, she would just have hundreds of people. Yeah, Not to mention she had her first kind of like public outing I guess um we went and watched my uncles (laughs) in a band and we went to his band performance KK was like a celebrity everyone (laughs) came up to KK and was so excited to see her and just oh my goodness we've been praying for you so good to see you I mean there were 1500 people at the show and even KK's friends were like I mean there's a lot of people here that know you it was funny it was awesome
1: I was was the stage
0: manager KK was the 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 Beyonce of yeah. the
1: <laughs> I'm glad she didn't want me to sing. Yeah. <laughs> and another thing that makes me feel the smile is I drove for the first time in eight months this week. Yes, she did, and uh, I was in the car. S- Scarlett was my guinea pig. It was. I said, "Is this what
0: it's like to be in the car with your 15 year old? <laughs> Just that when you like tense up every time you get." she wasn't even close to the curbs. I just kept thinking she was. And I was like, this is what it's going to be like in 20 years when I have a 15 year old and, and they're driving me around for the first time, but she killed it. She did a great job. She called me and she was like, can you come pick me up and take me to get one of my prescriptions? And I was like, duh, of course. And I pulled up and I thought I saw a car in her neighborhood that looks like hers. (laughs) And then I was like, maybe that was maybe someone in the neighborhood just had like got the same car as her and then I pulled up to her house and the garage door was open and her car was not in there and I was like where is KK (laughs) and then sure enough she comes around the corner and she's waving her hand like she's in the princess diaries and she's got the biggest smile on her face she had done a practice lap in the neighborhood
1: so it was the best that was it I was I was uh, giddy over it. Yes, over getting to drive. So. She was feeling like herself yeah. again. Yeah. Well, and I'm having more good days now than bad. So, that's just a great blessing. I just praise the Lord for that. Yeah. And thank you all for all the prayers and support, yes. thoughts, whatever. Just um, it's just been a great blessing. It has been.
0: She. There were a lot of you guys listening, friends, people on Instagram that supported and yeah so it means a lot means the world so okay Kay thanks for joining me on the podcast thanks for being along the ride for so many years yes in the good the bad and the ugly and for sharing your wisdom
1: with my friends thank you for being the best granddaughter a grandmother could ever have of course and you are such an inspiration to me and many many people and I love you so much.
0: I love you so much. We're a good team Yes, we are. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll chat with you next week.